In early 2020, the world hit pause and all of a sudden life is very different for all of us. You may be struggling, you may be hopeful, you may be experiencing a variety of emotions and circumstances, but wherever you're at, it's worth taking a moment to reflect on what used to matter, what matters now, and what we'd like our world to look like when we press play again. Join me and let's explore this together. I'm Cara McCullough, and this is What's Important Now. Welcome to this episode of What's Important Now, and I have with me today Rosie Odzi, who's a great mate of mine, who I met through the startup community here in Brisbane. Hi, Rosie. How are you going? Hey, I'm really good. Thanks, Cara. How are you? I am awesome today, except for the fact that I just burnt dinner. Hey, look, we're making dinner. It's a new world. Yes, that's right. So I think that's just like a, a, a thing about working from home. You get sidetracked and all of a sudden you forget that you've had like something on the stove for like the last four hours. And <laughs> you know, even I, I did it last week. I blackened a, a eight chicken thigh. Um, oh, I was, no. the timer went off. It was next to me. Absent-mindedly, I stopped it and continued what I was doing and didn't notice until an hour later. So, oh, no. Well. no. Oh, that's <laughs> no good. Um, so, yeah. So, Rosie, tell me a little bit about you. Like, what's your background? What have you been up to? Um, what was life like before the pandemic? Yeah. Um, so, a bit about me. Uh I am a, I guess, a digital Jill of all trades. Mm-hmm. I, I could never get myself to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. So I've been trying out a bunch of different careers and interests. And um, most recently, uh, I, before the pandemic set in, I was um, starting a new business uh, and that was really exciting. And the real struggles around that or the real problem I was trying to solve around that, um, at that stage was, um, how do we set up the structure and, um, where, you know, how are we going to like, who is going to pay for what in terms of setting up the business? And then, um, the pandemic hit and, uh, a whole, a whole bunch of stuff changed. So, yeah, I, I mean, Most people have seen me do things like events, a bit of digital marketing, um, a bit of teaching, and um, in in the more recent past, I've been uh, someone who helps people set up systems. Um, So whether that's for themselves and how they do their day or how they do their email or how a small business might be able to automate a few simple processes Mm. Um, or create stages that's what I've been sort of working on yeah ah so have you been in demand lately it's been a really interesting kind of shift I actually um I I I decided to take a strategic retreat um so my work uh has been pretty even um a few contracts cut short because of the pandemic 
And then instead of reaching out to see what was going on, I decided to just hunker down and figure out what I wanted next. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And what's that been like for you? It's been really good, actually. I, yeah. I, um, I, at first with the pandemic, I, you know, I had my moment of worrying about what the future would hold. Um, but once I had sort of had my time with that, um, my way of coping with tremendous uncertainty is to focus on what's within my control and what's within my control is my daily routines, my habits. And so I just solidly fell back into those, almost clinging to them like a false kind of um, lifeboat. Um, it's been good. Uh, it, it took me a while to get into a rhythm and then, uh, and then I've, I don't know, slowly opened up into a few different places. So what I found out for myself in terms of what I want next um, definitely want to focus more on my writing. Um, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I was never that excited about being an author as much as a writer. And the only thing you need to do to be a writer is write. So, mm. um, so I started focusing down on that. And there is a longer game that I'm that I'm thinking about now. I, I for ages I could only really plan a month or a few in advance, and now I'm I've sort of got my ideas but really like it's taken the whole pandemic to get to the point where like I've had enough introspection to know what I want yeah so what's the difference for you now like what's the biggest thing that stands out to you as totally different in terms of your priorities to what was happening for you before you know it's kind of funny that it took the pandemic to do this but I would have always told you that um, my family and my partner were the most important things to me um but if you look at how much time I sort of spent with them or even, you know, how much thoughtfulness I put into our relationships, I, um, it wasn't that much. And mm. since the pandemic started, I realized, you know what, like if I'm really pairing it back to what's most important with all of this uncertainty, I really want to be talking to my mom, my dad, my two brothers yeah. and um, spending time with my partner. So what's been, what's been interesting for me is, that's become actually important. I now do weekly calls with all of my family members and um, I've really trying to treat my partner because we live together, not just as like a housemate that I'm pretty close to, um, yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, someone I really care about and want to spend time. It's so easy to forget to spend actual time when you're always around each other. Mm. So, yeah. And it's funny that like I've interviewed a lot of people about what's important to them over the last year or so. And a lot of people say family is most important. But then when you dig a little bit deeper, it's that same experience of like, hmm, actually, I'm not really prioritizing my family at all. And they all of a sudden get really confronted by that because they realize that what they're saying is important is not what they are actually doing that is important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so for sure. Did you have that experience? Did you feel confronted when you realized, wow, I'm not really putting energy into my family and I say that it's important to me? I, I have to say, like, I've been pretty intentional with this sort of stuff for a little while. And I knew I had to, I, I've spent the last two years working on like just really exquisite self-care. Oh, I love <laughs> that. I, I love that. Yeah. Exquisite and self-care. I, yeah, look, take it as a motto. It's 
it's it's a great ideal to live towards. But yeah. um, I feel like once you get to a certain point, you feel like you have room for that. I don't think that people have so much issue with uh, finding time for family, even if that's what they say, or even getting around to it. It's more like even if you have half an hour spare, if your mind is full of all of the problems of your day and you're underslept and you're not feeling good in your body, you're not going to have space to call a family member that you still, even if they're very dear to you, you don't, you haven't got a comfortable, you know, cadence with. So I think it took all of that to get around to this. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, in terms of priorities, like if I'm not spending money or time on it, I, I can't say that it's that. You know, like I can't then say it's really important to me. So yeah, yeah. How often do we do that? How often do we just say, "Oh yeah, I want to do such and such," or "This is really important to me," and yet, in reality, our actions just totally contradict that. It's like I say, weight loss is important to me, and then I go and buy a Kit Kat. <laughs> I know that feel, man. I know that feel. I know the machine that gets me every time as well. (laughs) (laughs) And look, I'm not proud of it, but I, if it's really important to me, the question then to ask is, okay, well, I'm saying this is important to me and in my heart, yeah, I think it is important to me, but my actions are doing otherwise. Well, where is the gap? Like, why am I self-sabotaging? Why am I not doing that thing that I say is important to me? And I think that's the place to look right yeah yeah I think so I think uh, but also it's really hard to see it ourselves like mm. personally I found it has taken other people's perspectives because I can't outthink my own blind spots right mm. um and it really like for me I found it's taken other people calling out my patterns to be able to see why um and then even when you see why sometimes Sometimes you don't yet have the tooling or the resilience to get past that. Um, yeah. But I think it's all a spiral upwards, right? Like I, I have a firm belief that um, that even if you if you know what you want and you can't quite get there, any attempt at getting there is spiraling upwards. It's slowly piling on and eventually one day it breaks through. That's been my experience. Mm. I don't know about you, but yeah, that's how I think about that. Yeah. I mean, things come in waves for me. It's like you're just going up and up and up and up and up and then all of a sudden you just go like this and then you'll go back up and it might look like that for a while. And yeah, that's sure. life that's living. Um and it's not this kind of straight line. Somebody once said, um, if, if your life looks like this, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's so true. And, like, a lot of people will portray balance like this. And I'm like, no, yeah. balance is like this. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, all we can do is reduce that wave mm. a little bit. So I don't really see it like a spiral upwards. I sort of see that I've had a lot of... I feel like I've I've experienced a lot of growth over the years and that I've become a more competent human being in some ways. But then I'll have days where I feel completely at a loss um, or just really angry about stupid shit. <laughs> Stuff that's just like not worth spending my energy and time on. Do you find that? Yeah, I mean, 
look, I've, I've gone through similarly a tremendous amount of personal growth. I am so much healthier than I was even like three, five, ten years ago. Um, you look amazing, yeah, yeah. by the way. Oh, like, thank you. I just, I've got to say, like, I haven't seen you for a little while and you're just you're looking amazing and fit and healthy. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. No, really, like I've been working on it, so I will own that instead of like um, right. brushing it off. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I've been working on it. And, and, um, but honestly, like, okay, so I'll, t- I'll tell you an example that happened at the beginning of the pandemic. So I, obviously we all hear, heard about what was going on in different ways. I'm not really, I don't read news. It's, it's a thing I don't do. And um, I hadn't hmm. done it. And I was like, so I avoided a lot of the hype until, um, until I, someone and I, you know, someone had a conversation with me and I realized, oh, this is a big deal. Right. And then I spent two days just scrolling, just Mm. scrolling and freaking out and worrying (laughs) and devastated. Like I couldn't, I couldn't deal a lot of the, um, a lot of my stuff, they call it like, um, they call it, it's, it's a form of grief, like grief in advance. Mm. I don't remember what it's called but um I was just really grieving the loss of life that we were about to experience across Mm. the world and the businesses and the people that would be financially ruined across the world yeah you could just see it coming and so I'm there like with the weight of the world's consequences that 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 you know like you can't prepare for some things and like, even if it wasn't logical, I've had very illogical days where like there was no pandemic and nothing bad was happening, but I, I just can't, you know, get out of bed. Once in a while mm. it happens. Yeah. Um, but I think now the difference between me and back then, back, you know, a couple of years ago is, oh, this is one of those days I'm going to, I'm going to spend this day doing its thing. And I know I can get back on the horse when this has run its course. Mm. Yeah. I I find that I'm sleeping um, some nights really well and some nights I'm just not sleeping hardly at all. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and struggle to get back to sleep. Um, I, I'm really loving my routine in terms of getting up in the morning, making coffee, having a shower, getting all my stuff, all my gear out on the back deck um, and and it's my office for the day <laughs> at the moment. Uh, we're moving house shortly, so yeah. And it's it's um I've, I've gotten very comfortable with it now. Like I get the whole grief thing because um, we just did this uh, write up on the Kubler Ross change curve and how um, people and organisations are affected by the pandemic. And it was really interesting because uh, where there were big similarities, you could tell there was really good communication and where there were big differences, big disparities in the responses, you could tell that the leadership and communication was probably not as helpful as it could have been. And I, when I looked at where I was at, I think at the very beginning, I was extremely fearful, extremely fearful, which isn't like me at all. But mm. then as I moved through it, I, I got less fearful and now I'm not afraid at all. Um, it's, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? And I, I still find though going out and about, do you find this? Like if you get takeaway food or something, like I, 
I've actually been tested for COVID-19 because I had a respiratory illness and um, I got tested and I was negative. Thank God. Um, so I went into this takeaway and Chinese place and the lady, like, I think I got a little too close to her and she jumped back. <laughs> she had this look in her eyes like, <gasps> and, and I just said, oh, it's okay. I don't have it. I've been tested. <laughs> I don't know if that actually helped. I think she had freaked her out even more. Um, but it's it's really, it's been a really common experience to come across people who've just been like on constant state of hypervigilance. Have you found that? Yeah, okay. So like I'm one of the hypervigilant. Um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm really chill about it. So I re- I'm really good at not being sudden so that no one feels weird. But it's just like... <laughs> I don't, I'm a real, it's a weird one. I'm a, in some ways, I'm a real super rule follower. Like there are, there are some ways in which I'll bend society's rules, but that's just because I have a a different rule in my head. But really with, um, you know, when I go for walks, I'm the one who like, you know, there's someone to be measuring. (laughs) I'll start, I'll start veering away so that not, we don't have to do that awkward, like who's going to move. Um, Uh, you know like yeah no so it's it's kind of funny but you know I really have been staying mostly at home it it mostly only happens in supermarkets but then you know sometimes someone gets up in your space and all I do is I just don't move like (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) oh gosh I wish I was a fly on the wall watching you do that because that would be quite funny I reckon um yeah it's been a fascinating experience but I I'm sensing that things have shifted for people i mean we're heading on the other side of it at least in our little you know australia new zealand bubble and you know it's it's i feel like the end is in sight and we've actually started a movement um to help hospitality and service businesses get back on their feet called together 2020 i don't know if you've you've heard about it yet rosie but we started this movement because what we want to do is encourage people to book in for opening nights of restaurants and different services like getting your nails done, getting your hair done, all that sort of stuff, um, getting a massage um, so that we can put something in our future to look forward to beyond this. And yeah, um, yeah if you haven't, like just this is for you and for everybody, if you haven't heard of it, go to Together 2020 Global. It's a group on Facebook and um yeah, and and go nuts and support small business and yeah. um, restaurants in the hospitality industry because I think that there's been so much focus on all the negativity around it and you know all the kind of beating people over the head going download this app and and not just from the government like it's been really coercive and I've seen friends of mine who are normally quite um, laid back actually kind of bullying people into downloading the app and. That has has concerned me a little bit, I have to say. You know, being of Jewish yeah. blood and and sort of seeing how Nazi Germany ended up, you know, <laughs> not that I'm comparing my friends to Nazis, but um, you sort of see how these things just happen gradually over time and I just kind of sit back and go, hmm, I think I'm just yeah. going to maybe just wait and see how this pans out first before I just jump straight in there. Um yeah. And it's interesting that the human dynamic, I'm finding it really interesting to observe how people are in a crisis 
Have you, what's been the biggest standout for you in terms of human behavior? Okay. So I was so angry at everyone for freaking out when this first happened. This is before I had my little anticipatory grief moment, which is what it's called. I remember now. I, but I think that the most interesting thing for me was we all respond to tremendous uncertainty really, really differently. And it's not useful for me to be annoyed at people for responding in a different way to how I respond. So I Mm. respond with hypervigilance, hyper self-sufficiency. I'm fine. We're moving on. Everything's okay. But other people don't respond in that way. And that's, and that's like, that's okay. But also other people will also respond with like, you should, we all should. And Mm. that's, that's hard to deal with, but it's also like, that's their problem. Yeah. And that, you know, my problem is I will deal with the consequences of them, you know, if, if they find out that I disagree, but I'm okay with that. And it's not my job to like change their mind. Mm. Um, Yeah. This is all my beliefs, of course, like everyone do what you want, but I just found like, I feel like there have been other versions of this particular issue with the app. Right. So I know a lot of people who felt very strongly in both directions about um, my health record, for example. And, you know, I can see, I can understand why someone would believe both sides, but the way in which we tell people you should is so, is so damning. It is. It's like anytime you use the word short, it's like it, it shouldn't be like that. It should be like that. It's like we're, we've got this complaint about it and it actually doesn't produce a different result in people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because our opinions at the end of the day, they're just opinions. They don't matter really. Like they are just opinions. It's just no, our exactly. point of view. But, you know, like people are turning opinions into something as fierce as like religious belief. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And and I haven't seen I haven't seen someone try to convert me this hard on like an app or a different app. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to me. And like this is the thing is like people what I've found really curious to just sort of watch is like on what basis, like some people will try logic. Some people will try like heartfelt. Some people will try, <laughs> and it's just, um, you know, like it's a weird, it's a weird thing to receive sales pitches. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not, I'm not um, inspired by that at all. I'm definitely not inspired by a prime minister, you know, talking to the Australian population, like we're all children um, and you know, maybe I do have an opinion on that, but <laughs> I yeah, think but that's it doesn't inspire me. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, I'm not saying I'm not going to download it, but at the moment it doesn't even work. So I'm, I'm not, I, I'm one of those people. I, I tend not to be an early adopter with things like that. I tend yeah. to sit back and wait for the bugs to come out and then I'll, then I'll jump in once I'm satisfied that the bugs have been dealt with in any kind of technology. That's how I am. And so, and right or wrong, I don't know. It doesn't really matter because opinions don't really matter in terms of (laughs) 
you know, it's all relative, right? We all just have a view. Um, And my view is that I prefer to wait and see. And so I don't have an opinion about whether people download it or not. Like it's totally up to them and what they feel resonates for them. Um, Mm. But I think if you, if you go against your conscience on anything, it's like you're taking a little piece of yourself away. So, yeah. yeah. So I think it's a really important decision for people to make individually. And, you know, I think it's fine to talk about it and discuss it. I just don't think it's useful for people to just start hitting people over the head with it. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, like firstly, you know, it's not making a compelling case. And secondly, you're just like burning bridges of the people you kind of need around you at a time like this. Um, yeah, yeah. And, I, and look, you know, I just kind of take it for what it is. People are a bit hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I totally get it. Like the if it works and it actually makes it better for everybody, then great, you know. Um, but I also see that historically things like that have um, been used for bad, not just used for good. And I, I'm cautious about it because of that. Um, yeah. yeah, this is coming from, you know, someone whose ancestors ended up in Auschwitz in Birkenwald. So, you know, I'm, I was ingrained in my memory as a young child by my grandparents, the importance of um, self-determination and, I just, I can't, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just find it difficult to let that go. I don't, I I don't ever really like the herd mentality. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think that's really important. And I don't think you're alone in this. And I think, I think it's there, you know, the government decided that this was a solution. It is their job to be convincing and you're unconvinced and that's fine. And some other people are really convinced and that's also fine. And as Mm -hmm. to what is most correct, We'll all find out, maybe, or maybe only time will tell. So, yeah, exactly. I'm probably going to get like a barrage of messages <laughs> saying, "Why haven't you signed up?" Um, I'm just going to put a caveat on that. Uh, yet, I haven't signed up yet. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Hello. If you want me to sign up, feel free to leave me a message or a comment and and <laughs> inspire yeah, me to do it. You, you know, justify, make a good case for it. We'll consider it. I haven't signed up. I just haven't been informed on the issue. I'm typically pretty tinfoil hat about this stuff just because I just because firstly, I, don't, I uh, okay, this is again, opinion. I haven't really researched into it too hard. The amount of people that have to register for it, for it to be useful is a significant percentage of our population. And I don't think that they're going to reach that critical mass. Um, if they do, then I will consider it more, but I, I will not be the, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm similar. I'm not going to be an early adopter on this particular one. Um, yeah. 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 No, I get it. Okay. Well, we have definitely covered a hot topic. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not where I plan to go today, but that's okay. I'm, I'm open to discussing these things. I think it's good. So tell me, when we when we come to the end of this and we can have our together 2020 parties and we can celebrate together and give lots of people hugs what's that going to look like for you like what's going to be important to you coming out of this okay so before the pandemic set in we had made the decision to relocate overseas um 
we were wow. going to do that. Yeah, we were going to do that in uh, at the end of our lease in mid-September. And we're not sure if that's going to happen in the same time frame. Um, even if um, our lockdown, go, you know, alleviates, it depends on other countries. And then, you know, will there be more restrictive visas? You know, which countries are probably going to be higher risk than they were I mean think about a year ago it would have been great to move to the UK now not sure so um Mm. one thing is on the other side of this we'll have a bit more certainty on that and I'm really excited about that um and I will be having a banging farewell party I'm so excited to see (laughs) other people I really miss hugs um I yeah, that's, that's really what I'm looking forward to. The other thing that I'm really happy about, right, and this might seem a little off topic, but I um, have grown up in Brisbane. Um, I have lived here pretty much my whole life. It's all I know. And I know that there are things about moving overseas that I won't understand until I move. I know mm-hmm. that I won't, I've never really experienced homesickness. I've never been more than 50 kilometres Um, living 50 Mm. kilometres away from my mum or my dad. Um, There's a tremendous community around me. I can walk into Chermside Shopping Centre and probably run into someone I went to primary school with. So knowing that, what I've been really wonderfully happy about is I still feel very surrounded, even though for for the last four or five weeks I haven't seen anyone outside of, you know, outside of my partner. And, um, and... I'm trusting a lot more that the that when I do make that move, I will still be surrounded because it feels that way, even though we haven't been able to see each other in person. But also what I'm really excited about, um, the biggest part of my life that probably changed was I, um, I, I dance like two to five times a week at yeah. Mad Dance House in the city. And I've been doing that for two, over two years. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we've been hanging I know out Megan. on Zoom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. We, yeah. So it's, it's a big part of my life. It's actually a weirdly, I didn't realize how big a part of my social life it was as well. Just seeing the same faces day in, day out. And, um, and so being able to go back into studio and hang out in person and I mean, feel the feeling in the room which you can't quite replicate on zoom um that's what I'm really really excited about oh and also with um I know certain allied health has reopened recently so I went and got a massage last week and I was so excited we could get massages now (laughs) yeah yeah oh thank god I can't wait I really need a massage that's awesome Thank you for letting me know. I need to find a good place. So maybe you've got some tips from me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll um I'll let you know a good name. Oh, good. Please do. Yeah, because I'm desperate for a massage. I've been dying for one. My my partner is he's awesome and lovely, but he's he's not a massage therapist. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same with mine. It's really like you know, I mean it's a nice gesture, but it doesn't do what it needs to. No, yeah. Yeah, it is a nice gesture. You're absolutely right. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not that bad, really. Seriously, I'll get into trouble. Um, 
So, wow, thank you so much for sharing. It's really, it's been a really fun conversation, actually. It went off on a completely different tangent to what I expected, which is part of the, <laughs> the joy of doing these interviews is that every single one looks completely different. Um, and I wish you well for your travels. Um, we, we, had, we were supposed to be going to Myanmar the weekend that oh, we were wow. told we had to stay at home. And... Oh yeah, and it was heartbreaking to cancel that trip um, and lose all the money and all of that. But we didn't lose too much because, you know, it was a pretty, you know, we were backpacking. So we weren't like staying in high-end hotels or resorts or cruise ships and all that. So, yeah, it's, and, you know, we've been talking a little bit about, well, when are we going to go? And, you know, who knows? Like who nobody knows? knows. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be going um, to Italy next year for my 50th birthday yes I'm turning 50 next year can you believe it and mm, and I don't think it's going to happen I think we're going to have to have a plan b or maybe a plan c yeah no I mean it's just we have no idea and like I really wanted to send someone a flight voucher but I was like I don't even know which airline will still be around you know when this is all over yeah it's crazy Mm, yeah Wow. So I always end these episodes by acknowledging my guests. Um, So Rosie, I want to acknowledge you because you are just an amazing human being. I've had the privilege of getting to know you over the last couple of years and seeing your growth and seeing what you've dealt with and how you've recovered and how you've like just come out all guns blazing and shining and you really, really inspire me. And I want you to take that acknowledgement, please because it's true. And I want to thank you for coming on the show, um, for being brave enough to have a conversation that you didn't really know where it was going to go, because that takes courage. And being brave enough to actually look into the future and think about planning a travel, like a travel adventure, when you haven't really done that much of that. So that's really awesome. Um, Cheers. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And like, this has been a great conversation. And you're right. I, this is a lot of the stuff that the choices that I've made lately have taken a bit more courage than you would expect. And you've totally called them out. And I thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. It's been wonderful having a chat. It's been awesome having you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining the conversation today. It's been my great pleasure. If you'd like to share live on the show yourself, PM me on Facebook via the Whityal page, that's W-I-T-Y-A-Y-L, and tell me why you'd like to be on the show. Let's have a chat. Until next time, be safe. <laughs>